Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Spectrum Mode Podcast, episode 111. This is only the third time we tried to record this damn podcast, technical difficulties aside, but I am your host, Keith Mitchell. I'm also joined by Carl from Australia. Carl, what's up? I'd like to nominate that Sean broke the broadcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Hello. And For Scott. the third time. Hey there, how good? Hey guys. So again, this is the third time trying to record this show. We're, it's just not our night. So we're going to jump right into it because we wasted enough time. Uh, games that we played this week or games we played the last two days. Two days. Jeez, two weeks. Wow, I'm out. Um, For me, uh, the Elden Ring uh, beta network test was amazing. I'm sad it's over. I wish I could play it more. It's not Dark Souls 4 and open world. It is more than just that. If I had time, I would talk about it. But maybe another day. Uh, so Forza Horizon 5 because, again, cards go room. Uh, Dark Souls 3 because I started my Twitch uh, streaming endeavors once again. You should definitely check me out. And uh, Ridge Racer 6, which is now backwards compatible, Xbox Series X and S. Thank you, Microsoft, because Bandai Namco forgot about the damn greatest racing series in the face of the earth. I'm not a little biased or upset <laughs> or anything like that. Not at all. Uh, Scott, what about you? So the most interesting one I'd say would be Babylon's Fall. I got into the network test for that this week. It was actually, it was fun, but it was also kind of confusing because it kind of just plops you into a random place and says, go do stuff. And you're just like, what am I supposed to do here? Um, I've also been playing Shin Mega Man Tensai 5 and Pokemon. Um, I haven't actually tried Halo Infinite yet, but I have finally played Forza. Freaking loser. Play some Halo Infinite. I need to because I want to do it before the rewards go for starting in a, or not starting, but start playing it. Since. You need to start now so you can get that free one. That, yeah. The, the 20th anniversary skin. It looks cool. Yep. So that's pretty much been my week. Oh, but I also bought the um, the backwards compatible Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith that I just got today. And I'm super excited for that. So that's all the game. Well, I'm going to say all the games, but all the games I can remember that I've played for the past two weeks. Fair enough. Uh, what about you? Um, I've played uh, I played a lot of Forza, uh, some Tales of Arise. And then once Halo came out, I pretty much only have played that um, <laughs> up until that Sherlock Holmes chapter one game came out. And um, I I think I'll play that kind of in those times where, you know, I do like one awesome match in Halo and I'm like, well, that's a sign that I should quit. I'll go play something uh, low key and relaxing like Sherlock Holmes. So fair enough. And of course, yeah, I haven't really been playing much, but I have been playing Forza Horizon 5 because Costco Vroom. As you, you said, they that. go for it. Well, they, you know, if it's, if it's a good enough game, cars go for it, that's a good game. <laughs> Fair enough. And I've also been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the quote-unquote definitive edition version. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which I'll get to in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, haven't really uh, been playing as much just due to I got me the job. <laughs> what a so, loser. You know, yeah, no, one where I actually... We'll work in a job. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm back on that thing where I have employment and making money, which means I don't have time to play video games. It's funny how that works. It's when you don't when you don't have work, you don't have money to buy video games, but you can play all the video <laughs> games that you have. Get work, no play video games, but have money for video games. Lose all your time to play those games. <clears throat> exactly. Sad, sad world. <laughs> yes, that's all I've been playing. This those two games. Well, that was pretty short. All right, that's fine. Uh, that gives us time. Time. Wow tired time to jump into the first topic of the show which it's going to be all you man because it's about grand theft auto and the definitive edition apparently I'm, my notes said this game is ass failed that can't be right. it could have failed right oh grand theft auto. 
Sit right down, I'll tell you a tale, a tale of, of a very, very bad game. How many people well, actually got that reference? <laughs> the Gilligan's Island that. reference? Yeah, yeah. I, I throw in the old ones out there because supposedly I'm old and boomer, according to some people. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I have nothing against the Grand Theft Auto trilogy, you know, 3, San Andreas, and Vice City. I, they are some of the most innovative and probably noteworthy games in gaming history, especially Grand Theft Auto 3, because it introduced us to the idea of the citywide sandbox game. And it still holds up, still is a good game. It's just that this remaster thing that they did was just absolutely terrible. Um, I go into a sort of a more longer diatribe on the Outer Haven with the review that I did, but it was just one of these things where after all the bullshit that came through to start it off, like uh, Rockstar and Take-Two turning around and going, hey, you know, we're suing a bunch of modders because... Uh, they've been modding the, the the original trilogy games, and we're now telling them to stop because we're going to bring out our own version. When their own version is far inferior to what even the modders have put together out there, oh man, I felt ripped off. Like I dropped a hundred dollars of my own money on this trilogy, the definitive edition, to play it all over again. And you know, okay, shooting controls are much better. The driving controls are much better because they're based around the GTA Four versions. But everything else has just been terrible. The graphics are just very ultra cartoony in some cases. Uh, a lot of the the improvements that they said that they did in the original announcement trailer look nothing like they do in the finalized game. And you can tell that the, the draw distances, still a lot of pop-in and bad graphical glitches. And this is after, I'm even talking after the most recent patch that they brought out, like I think it was a couple of days ago at time of recording that they did a 5-gig patch for some of these things, and it still hasn't fixed even a tenth of the problems. Like, there's still uh, people, cars, everything popping in out of nowhere, especially in Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, it just, like, flying controls are still absolute dog shit, but I think that's a problem with the games themselves, not so much the remasters. And you can tell that the effort that was put into this was cheap, lazy, and the company that did it, Grove Street Games, you can tell that their favorite games were San Andreas and Vice City because you go back and you play Grand Theft Auto 3 and it is still it is virtually unplayable still. So would you say this was just a cash grab? Oh, this was a gigantic cash grab. Like if they had offered these for free with like Grand Theft Auto 6 or something, then yeah, then I, I wouldn't have as much to complain about it because it was a free extra. But the fact that they charged a full retail price for this just really shit me up the wall as a Grand Theft Auto fan. Mind you, it hasn't stopped me sinking many hours in San Andreas because that was the best one of the trilogy. But it has been very hard at times to play the games, especially with the amount of bugs, glitches, and everything else that are in them that made some missions virtually impossible to try and get. It was just, it, it's bad, man. It's bad. I'm sorry. I haven't tried them yet. Uh, I plan if on downloading you, San Andreas on Game Pass, but I haven't yeah, got to you, it yet. If that, if you got Game Pass, um, yeah, San Andreas is on there. Grab that, play that. It'll be a decent play. Uh, I, I actually feel sorry for all those people who have PlayStation Now and will go and download Grand Theft Auto 3 as their freebie <laughs> because, no, I'm sorry, Grand Theft Auto 3 is just so unplayable that it, uh, it, it hurt to play it. 
You want to talk about Grand Theft Auto being unplayable? You talk about Grand Theft Auto Five when it first came out. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that was unplayable. Start Grand Theft Auto Three, and it was really hard to watch. Yeah, it's it's even hard to watch people play Grand Theft Auto Three in this quote unquote definitive edition. Like they, if I wish that they had actually taken the proper to to play this properly, like to to go through this properly. Instead, of, like a lot of it, from what we were told, was uh, wasn't even upscaled like by programming and by hand. It was upscaled through an AI program that just upscaled and smoothed everything out. Was, yeah, I saw that. It, <clears throat> it was bad. That one sign of tough nuts donuts, and yeah, it even changed the nut tool. I saw that. That is hilarious. To- it's like, did you even go back and say, huh, this is kind of wrong. We should probably at least fix the nut because that's what the name of the donut shot is. This, nah, it's fine. Leave it alone. This this could just, my opinion, from what I read, it was, what, two years development time? That doesn't seem like enough time to remaster. It doesn't know, feel three like games. The, the, it, it doesn't even feel like they've spent two years remastering this game. It feels like they've spent a couple of months. They spent two years creating the AI engine <laughs> to remaster. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They did this through an oven. Let it take care of everything. Let it do its thing. Recompile. Come back out. Okay, great. It's now definitive dish. Let's sell it because we know people will buy it. Hey, that sounds like a way to make money. And what they did. And that's what Rockstar does these days. They just only care about the money. So Rockstar is going to give us Grand Theft Auto 6 in about mm, 50 years? Uh, I will say this. At least when they do put out a new game, it's good, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Depends on which team they have doing it. When was the last time that they've actually put out a new game that wasn't a new part of Grand Theft Auto Online? Rockstar put out a... There you go. Well, they do do focus way too heavily on I get it, because that's where they're all their money. But it it would be nice if the next Grand Theft Auto, instead of a cash grab remaster or, you know, the next whatever online mode update. Well... Say which is one of said, even though you say it's more fortunate, the game is... That's because they have no choice. Because it's choice. a cash they knew. No, well, this is the other thing that annoys me, too, is that they went to every online store that had the games and pulled them off shelves, or quote-unquote shelves. They pulled them off the, the launches. They pulled the original versions that were on PlayStation, Xbox, etc., off off the the virtual store. Wow, I wonder if they did that on Steam too. Because they did, I guess they, they did. They did every game they did, they did that? on Steam. Same thing, like like when From Software did the uh, the Dark Souls remastered. They pulled the original Dark Souls. I'm checking right now. Yeah, just they, I'm curious. I think I think I think they did do the same thing. But the thing is, if you already own them, they cannot take those versions off. So it's like they're taking off the the option to buy the older versions, which means once again. This is why you keep physical media, people. Because if you've got an Xbox or a PlayStation 2, go play the original versions. Yeah, the controls may be wonky and crappy as hell, but at least you've got an experience that is somewhat stable. At least the gameplay is playable. <laughs> well, that that's it. That is exactly it. Like, I've got all three for the Xbox, and they are playable and they're stable, as opposed to playing the one that I'm trying to play on the Xbox Series X, which I've had multiple crashes. I've had multiple graphical and gameplay glitches and it's just terrible like i don't know i don't understand how in grand theft auto 3 with no cheats enabled or anything i can drive along a road and all of a sudden my car explodes for no reason <laughs> that's a feature not a bug <laughs> sometimes cards uh, malfunction and they have issues i mean <laughs> <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 had an issue like that too just saying we know what happened with that game just saying 
Yeah, look, look at the look at the thing. We, we've got Grand Theft Auto. We got the Grand Theft Auto Three trilogy, which was like early two, like early late nineties, early two thousands. Then we got Cyberpunk. that's still doing the same type of glitches. We've learned nothing in twenty odd years. Well, but yeah, that, 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 that was my little that's my little grab about Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition. I don't know if anybody else here has attempted to play it or tried to play it. I've if you have tried to play, play it, it, I'm sorry. I haven't, but I do have a friend admits to all of its problems but he also says they did do some good stuff kind of like what uh, carl said with the uh better driving and gunplay yeah the, so. the modification of the controls is ex- like is is good it, it's the update the game needed but everything else is all right well <clears throat> uh moving on uh talking about one fiasco fail we could talk about another one that's activision blizzard taking l's left and right uh, who wants to take this one? I'm tired of talking. Just really <laughs> tired to talk about. Uh, I can How try to it? talk about Go it. Go for it. <laughs> uh, recently, it came out that you know, uh, Activision has been in a lot of hot water lately. Everybody knows. Um, but all sorts of things have happened. Jen O'Neill left after three months, uh, citing that she was marginalized and they will pay her with uh, Mikey Barra. And I believe a what was it? Uh, she talked about. A past incident where she was at a Activision party once where DJ was encouraging the girls to get drunk and drink more so the boys could have more fun. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, mm. a whole bunch of things came out about Bobby Kotick. Like Bobby a deranged uh, email he wrote I'm so from sorry, uh, I'm just, Fran Townsend that she I'm sent. I'm raising over here. Sorry. <laughs> That's a, you, should, yeah. you should be because he, you know, threatened his personal assistant's life. If I told somebody I was going to kill them at their job and I, they went to HR, I would be fired. Yeah, it's crazy because then they announced that uh, zero tolerance policy, but clearly Bobby Kotick doesn't have to play by those rules because, you know, he's Bobby K. Yeah. Everybody backs him up. You know, he's the guy who uh, saved an exec from sexual harassment suits by making sure it didn't get to HR. Uh, he had a flight attendant on his co owned private jet. That was sexually harassed by a captain, or not captain, the uh, pilot, uh, and he made that go away. He uh, paid her under the table out of court, like two hundred grand. Uh, God, was I read something today that was pretty pretty shitty as well. Um, someone who worked for Sledgehammer Games was raped twice, and according to her, she went to HR and they encouraged her to make it uh, sound different, so it sounded more positive. So she quit and got a lawyer. Whatever happened with? Uh, I don't so, know. I read that. I read that today. So uh, I, it was just a random tweet. I didn't see a link attached to it. So um, and the reason why I didn't want to talk about this myself because all this stuff makes me all this shit that's happening. And in most companies, when you have a person who is in the center of all this shit, you go after that person and you make sure that person goes away. Activision does not give a shit about people who work at that company. I should back that up. Females who work at that company. All the stuff that this guy is doing is toxic, completely yeah. toxic, and he needs to go. But because he makes people money, it's okay. Keep him there. Every time I find a link for Activision lately, I've just been kind of saving it. So I've got like, like four or five links right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like is, even uh, even this, with this whole thing, you you had uh, you know company wide walkout. You had you've got people in the thousands signing a petition to get rid of the guy. You you have uh, voice actors, people in, across the gaming industry, heads of gaming industry, like Mark, uh, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, 
they're all going. We're rethinking our partnership with Activision Blizzard now because of what's going on in-house. And all the board seems to that Activision Blizzard comes back with is, yeah, we're going to support Bobby Kotick. Yep. It's like, yeah. hold on, have you not been to the chorus of people who are practically outside your offices telling you, get rid of this guy or we're going to burn this fucker to the ground? Because this is, it, it is the biggest corporate stupidity that I have ever seen. Even governments aren't this level of stupid. And so government's I found pretty it, stupid. <laughs> so, so former Sledgehammer employee said that Bobby, uh, alleging her client, the, the lawyer saying her client had been raped in 2016-2017 by her supervisor at the, after taking acquisition to Sledgehammer Resources officers, nothing happened, leading to the email to Bobby with a threat for lawsuit. Bobby didn't yes. tell anybody about it. I'm sorry. If I was either A, that person's parent, or B, the person that person was going out with, or husband, or wife, if I was that, if I was I involved came that person anyway, I would have, I would have killed. His I would have made that shit go public. That's ridiculous. No, he, I would have killed him. I would have killed his ass. That's bullshit. Everything that's happening right now, Activision, they deserve it. And if this company dissolves, if they go away, if every person in that company or every major person in that company walks out and never comes back, they deserve it. For all this stuff that's happening to this company, the people that work there do not deserve it. The females who work there do not deserve it. The developers who are trying to do their job there do not deserve this crap. And the stupid shareholders, except for the ones, the small minority that are saying get rid of them, and that's probably only due to peer pressure, the other ones don't care because he's making them money. This is bullshit. He's got to go. Now, take it back. That company's got to go. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw it in that uh, Washington State Journal or whatever, uh, one of the reports was um, they saw an email, like when Jen e- Jennifer O'Neill left, she said, you know, they could still turn it around, but I guess from the way some of her emails sounded and, you know, with the uh, Washington Journal, uh, she professed a lack of faith that they would be able to turn the culture around. So that's not good. And either another slap with her. Go ahead. Go ahead. To be honest, she was a smart one. She, oh, yeah, definitely. She, she saw, yeah, she walked in there, saw the dumpster fire that was them, realized that she was only hired to be a token, you know, headpiece for the company to point and go, hey, we've got a woman in a, in a higher position and she's paid this, that, and the other. But when yeah, really she was being treated like crap. And she turned around, and I bet you the day that she walked in and saw that dumpster on fire, she well, was putting in her resumes elsewhere, and as soon as she got a better job offer, she was out the door. Well, well, to back that up, she, she wasn't new to the company. She had worked there for 20 years. But... They moved her to the uh, position of power within the, for the last three months when she left. And the, why she left, other than seeing all this bullshit happening, is also the fact that she was still making less than Mike Yarba, who you remember came from Xbox and only been there for a year. It was making more than her. And she's like, I've been here for 20 years. This cat yeah. just came here. I and- sent us the link in Discord to you if you click on the one. It's one of the ones that Carl sent us. Uh, and it's from Kotaku, Australia. It's ridiculous. It says, says she felt uh, tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. It's so, bullshit. And they only moved her. They only moved her over there because they were like, well, "We're going to do this to let you see that we're we're still a committed company and that we care about you." Yeah, that was pretty bad news. When I saw that she left, I was like, "Well, at least I know they're not turning their shit around." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't even need to figure it out. Once that stuff about Kodak came around, you know, threatening a woman's life because she was sexually harassed is ridiculous. That's why we dropped the whole 
Vanguard review. It's sickening. Yeah, it's yeah. And since we're talking about that, so let's just let's talk about that because there's really nothing else we can talk about with this crap, this garbage. And I'm sorry. And I I do apologize. I should be the one with the core head here, but no, this I think is at bullshit. This distance, it's probably okay. You should be in Raymond. This is garbage. This like is garbage. Movie. None of this shit's going to get fixed until he's gone. He has to go. End the conversation. There is no fixing it. He's got to go. But he's not going to. I go. think. I think it's probably a good example that more than just Kodak needs to go. So I think there just kind of needs to be like. You remember when when Ubisoft did their whole bloodbath? I think it probably needs to be a lot like that. But the thing here is, and this is what also burns me is when even if he goes, he has this platinum super golden parachute that he's going to make oh, yeah, millions and millions fine. of dollars when he leaves. It's everything. like, come on, that that that. that that should never be the case. Ever. I feel like by the end of the year, we'll hear about him stepping and quitting, but you know, he'll get his pension. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll get his $200 million and, you know, he'll be happy and he'll be living the life and, you know, whatever. Whatever. I thought it was funny when, like, what was it, like a month or two ago, news outlets were kind of glorifying the fact that he didn't take a bonus, but he did in, like, June. <laughs> that was like, that was like 500 grand. So. I'm not going to take pay for an entire year, but you make this much money. Who cares? Really? Uh, but anyway, let us solidify this also. Again, we were not cover of Blizzard or Activision's garbage. We thought we were going to start doing so until more crap came out. So we're done. We're not doing it. We're done. To the PR person that gave us a copy of uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, we apologize. I did tell you an email. We are not doing that review. So, uh, yeah, no more Activision Blizzard stuff from us. Done. It, We're done. It's a, once a quick review of Vanguard, it's just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's is, it be- is it better than Battlefield 19... 19- uh, was it yeah, 2042? Whatever the fuck that game. Uh, not I haven't played good thing that game either. Uh, the only uh, experience I had with 2042 was when I was in New York and the beta was going on and I played it on hotel Wi-Fi. So <laughs> it kind of worked. I, I, honestly, I was surprised by it. it actually, it actually ran pretty deep. So um, the, the beta was okay. But from what I'm seeing and hearing, uh, the portal mode is really fun, but the other part of the game isn't. There's a lot of issues there. So, All right. Dr. Fire still continues. Let's talk about... Oh, jeez. Who picked these topics for this week? <laughs> We're talking about dumpster fire after dumpster fire. Hey, look, another dumpster <laughs> fire. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix version, apparently is not very good. There are a lot of split receptions, a lot of them being mostly negative on the live adaption of the legendary anime. So what I'm saying is that people aren't really liking this Netflix adaptation. Uh, We have some people on staff that also are in the same position. I will be honest, I watched a couple episodes today with my wife and I, I was like, no, I can't. No, I can't watch this anymore and turned it off. Uh, At least it has good music. Uh, Carl, I know you. I know you've been biting at the uh, chops over this one, so go for it. Uh, I'm very much like you, Keith. I watched. I think I got the best far as episode five, and they recreated probably two of the episodes from the anime in that time. And for some reason, just nothing seemed to hit. Like I, I don't. It, the production comes off, as I said. Uh, so I'll actually pull up my notes from what I said the other day. Oh no! Well, while he's doing that. There was a tweet, a tweet, a tweet earlier today about somebody defending it, and I had a conversation with this, and I was like, "Look, it's not that I'm trying to defend the actual anime versus this new stuff, but this new stuff doesn't have the style, it doesn't have the substance. Nothing that made the anime what it is is here. 
that's the problem. Yep. That's, that's the much, issue. That's pretty much what I said. Like, I did, uh, I tried to stay away from reviews and opinion pieces before I started watching, just so I wouldn't take what I was seeing. And straight away, I said, these are, these are my exact notes that I put into our, our chat about it. I said, the production looks and feels like it's one of those cheap asylum movie productions. The acting is bare minimum at, at best. Um, what's his name? John Cho. He looks the part of Spike, but his acting is so subpar in it. Like I don't know why, but they made him. They made Spike into this very lonely, very also very needy in a way, like type character, and it just didn't stick. Um, the guy that they got to play Jet, he was the only one I thought worked because I'll, I'll be honest, and sorry to say this in front of you, Keith, but it's hard to fuck up grumpy black man. So what? You, wow. Choking up his eyes. So what you're saying, I could have played that position. I could have been that guy. You could have played that position a lot better than he did, actually. Man, why didn't you guys hire me, Netflix? Come on. I would have loved having a robotic arm, too. Come on. Maybe if we stop bad-mouthing their shit. <laughs> Maybe when they do the live-action Final Fantasy You know 7, what? Once you see that, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, that, that clip that you can see on uh, YouTube, which is the only appearance of Ed in the series so far, is just so cringeworthy. For some reason, it felt like that they took every annoying personality trait of Gen Z and Gen Alpha, rolled it into the one character, and then turned the volume up by a hundred. And that, that that's I Ed just, to me. I just think that Ed is a character that doesn't translate good into live action. The character's no. hair looks terrible. No, the goggles not. look really no. stupid. Her voice is. Yeah, you, you Yeah, the Ed whole, is definitely a character you it, cannot reproduce. It's like alive. nails on chalkboard. But when you watch the anime, the voice actor had like the charm of the character down. And the the live action, like whatever we experienced in those last like sixty seconds, is that, that's just because gut wrenchingly terrible. The the whole idea of Ed as a as a character from a from a character standpoint, or at least an acting standpoint, isn't that it's more of more of an ADD personality, but one that's under control. Like, Ed in the anime isn't always that speed-talking, rhyme-being, annoying, shrill thing that we saw at the end. Ed, Ed is just a very smart character who is misunderstood and doesn't understand the English language that well. Yeah, That's- they just kind of have, like, that, like, weird, eccentric personality, kind of like a, I don't know, like, the way you kind of, like, look at, like, Sherlock Holmes a little bit. You know, like, you know, he's like this brilliant mastermind, but he's got this weird it, it's de- it's dealing personality with that's kind of all over the place, you know? It's dealing with somebody who's on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Where they where they can be hyperactive at times, but a lot of the times they are very uh, demure, very just smart people. And when they're calm, it, everything goes fine. But when they get hyper, yes, they do. We'll go a bit overboard. That's that's feels, the Ed, that's the Ed character, but it Ed feels like a character they should have taken liberties with and like and been like, well, this is what she looks like in the anime, but it's not going to work Ed, very well Ed, here. Ed, Ed, <laughs> in the li- Ed in the live action is that that um uh Doug, Doug from Up. Anyone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like but, it's like it's like I, 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 I love you. Know? I love you. It's like I love you. We have to do things. We have to go and see things. We got to squirrel. <laughs> that that's how they play Ed off. It's ter- terrible. Yeah. See, um, the difference is Doug is cute. And he's, yeah, that's he's exactly. still, even when he's ADD, he's he's still like toned down. This oh, is like yeah. this is like turn it up to twelve and just screaming in your ears. Yep. It's, it's yeah, but we just like appreciate a, how Netflix itself was the one who tweeted that, and it's like the last scene of the episode. I think they yeah, knew. Thank God for that. <laughs> they knew that <laughs> if people watched all of that and got to the insult, they were just. So, 
They were just taking their knocks earlier. But uh, to keep going on, like on the cast, what I was thinking about the cast, the guy they got to play Vicious, like, looks the part brilliantly. The, the, the problem is, is they expanded his character too much in this series. He does too, He does a lot more. He's seen a lot more. Whereas Vicious in the anime was talked about more than he was seen, which built up this legend of, of Vicious being this, like, the rival of Spike, being the only one who is smarter than Spike or yeah. who, who can take him down. In this, they show him too much like he's just the head of a rival gang. And it just it kills the mystery of the character. And I'm sorry, the mystery is what got Vicious over as a character. Good news is, if you want to hear some good opinions on it, you can go to theouterhaven.net and read Ryan's review. Yeah, yeah. Because Ryan, Ryan, Ryan does loved, like it. Ryan loves it. Bless, bless his heart. You know, he that's fine. That's his opinion. We're, we're also allowed to have alternate opinions on this uh, website, which is what makes it great. I, I will say this. Uh, the woman who played uh, Faye Valentine... She's a victim of the writing, not her acting. Her acting comes off quite well for what she's written. But unfortunately, the writer of this does that very modern trope of a strong woman is one who is a loudmouthed bitch who swears a lot and hates men with a passion. Whereas Faye, again, in the anime, was a more traditional noir femme. She used her body, used her wiles, used her mind to get what she wanted. This one just points a gun and says, I want this now, give it to me because I'm a woman. <laughs> that, that's her entire thing. And thank God she's not used as much in the early parts of the anime, uh, early parts of the, the TV show, because, like, oh, God, it just drove me nuts. But, yeah, as Key said, the soundtrack is good. The problem is, is they didn't understand the mix between music and animation that made Cowboy Bebop a great anime. The music was toned to the animation, which in turn worked with the music to create this yeah. amazing balance. I have the, uh, of, I have the soundtrack on vinyl. It's it's really yeah. good. It, it had this, this form, this fluidity, this absolute amazing way that the music enhanced the action and the action enhanced the music. Here, I think they forgot. That's bad. Bit- just wait till they say, "Hey, we're doing a live adaptation of Shamar- Samurai Shampoo." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no, please! It's please, coming. Please it's coming. No, Can Ryan about, Reynolds be one of them? They're about. They're about to do One Piece, and that's going to be bad enough. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I'm sorry. Bah, like, bah, bah, to, bah. to call to call this thing an adaptation of Cowboy Bebop? No, it's it's horrible. If it was safe, they had done it as its own thing like change the characters instead of having the characters from cowboy bebop have have them called other people have it be set a different like have the let the setting still be space and everything else which they really over everything looked like it was done on friggin planet earth or something but if the if the, you take all the things out of it that they were trying to copy from cowboy bebop it would have actually been a decent series but because they attached the Cowboy Bebop name onto it and tried to make it somewhat like the anime, but at the same time something different, yeah, you had that they expectation. Bo- they, bo- they, bo- they botched it. Yeah, you get that. You get you get expectation of what it's going to be. Yeah, you know? and, and, and it's and, like, and, ooh, an anime. I'm Cowboy Bebop watching this on here, and you see, it and you're like, ooh, well, this is terrible. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty much it. But it if just, it had been anything it. like you know, Wandering Space Odyssey, you'd been like, oh, this is dope. <laughs> well that's it if it was if it was its own thing it would be a very different way of of looking at it but because a lot of people are going to look at this and they are going to compare it to cowboy bebop no matter how many times the uh writer or director or whoever it was said 
I'm not making an adaptation. I'm making what I think is my own story. Sorry, you put the label on it saying Cowboy Bebop, it's going to be compared to Cowboy Bebop. Well, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they said it was like a story that took place like on the side of, of Cow Bebop. So I expected it to is, kind of be like a side story from the A, but like still the anime. Which it wasn't. Which it wasn't. Which, they, from what they, I'm they hearing, it's not at all. Of it, they, they set it up as an adaptation, but with expanded stories in Like, that's why you see more of Vicious in this than you do in the anime. It, it's, they, they've sort of. Like they recreate some of some of the, the good things, like um, the what is it uh, Asimov and the Bloody Eye? You know, the ep- episode one where oh, he yeah. juices where he juices on that drug with the Bloody Eye. Um, they recreate that storyline, and wow. it was done. Actually, I, I will give them this: it was done very well, except it was missing a lot of things that made that particular episode worth watching. I love which that which first was episode because that's where like Spike comes out and just bodies that guy. Like well, that, you thought that well, guy was going to be like a fight, and Spike just whips the shit. I love that. That's a... you, you, you sort of you sort of get a fight, but it's more the emotional drama moments that they focus on instead of the action. And I think that was a bigger part of the issue here. Is this comes off as Cowboy Bebop the drama, whereas it was where the anime was more action adventure. Yeah, um, and I, I was I was waiting for one particular line, especially out of that that bloody eye episode, which was after he takes the after he takes the bloody eye in the anime. He turns around and he goes, yeah, keep those eyes open. And then goes into the blitz against the, the guys that come in, the corporation guys. Yeah. In this, nothing. It's like, oh, he's using it. And he walks out like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, no, this is meant to speed your brain up so you can do outlandish things. But they couldn't even get that right. But eh, look, it, it's, it's one of these things where I will say to anybody, it, watch it for as much as you can. And then just, <laughs> and then just let it. Then just let it be forgotten in archives because, like, this will be one that we'll forget about in five years. I haven't been able to sit down and watch it, but um, I will say, if you want to watch like a really great adaption of something, go watch Arcane. It's beautiful <laughs> and it's fantastic. Oh yes, and I just don't expect them it to, to expand the League yeah. of Legends lore, and it does a fantastic job. It's absolutely gorgeous, and the story's great. I, I will say this: leave the anime live action adaptations to the Japanese. <laughs> because their ones are d- because they understand what makes the, the show what it is and they actually make decent live action adaptation you want a really good live action adaptation of an anime go watch the death note movies hey japan. those are from chinese not those are from china are they good japan. i've always heard they want yes. am i thinking of the one those that was great. uh u.s did we do yeah. we, we did have a u.s one didn't we, we? Had we, a US we did one we had the u.s one yeah don't watch that Watch the China uh, ones, yeah. They're yeah, yeah. Better. What, what, what's what's the Chinese adaptations or the Japanese adaptations of live action, like anime? They do it a lot better than anything you'll ever see. They do this. an actual like different twist on it too, which is great. Yeah, because they're they're not afraid to sort of push the boundaries because they usually do it from the like either the manga or the light novels, so they'll go deeper into lore and stuff like that than what Western people want to do. Like Western companies are like, let's just slap a name on it and we'll call it this, and you know, just like they. From what I'm hearing, they're doing about Resident Evil again. Mm. Yeah, your favorite series. Enjoy. All right, we beat this up enough. Let's talk about something. God, uh, <laughs> we got another terrible one. This on. one's not that bad. It's the <laughs> this, this, nominations. This, this, this I don't is, think this is not a great. This, this is isn't a, a bad one. Episode. This isn't a bad one, but it's not a great one. Either. All right, let's this talk is... about the Video Game Awards nominations, and uh, this is too broad. So, how about we condense this? 
Uh, what do we want to go with this? Game of the year? Okay, fine. Let's talk about why we think what should be where. Okay, well, how about this? I totally don't think Cyberpunk should be in the running for uh, RPG of the year. I don't think it should either. I don't, I don't think know. it should either. I really enjoyed Cyberpunk, but it had way too be on that. So. Cyber, Cyberpunk should not be on any, any I'm gonna, list this award I'm going to say this. I think the RPG of the year kind of just fell victim a little bit. Which one do you think it should be? Um, it being like an RPG, they have like Shin Megami Tensei on there, which I mean came out like two or three days before the nominations were announced. There's a lot of choices they could have done for RPG, and they just totally I, don't do it. I think uh, at no, this point on. they kind of just go that, with what generates the most attention. Which Cyberpunk was one of those games. Um, I mean, you guys have seen me online complaining about Ratchet and Clank, which I don't think deserves like half of its nominations. I don't it does not. How it's, it totally I don't doesn't. understand how it's game of the year. I don't understand that how game plays it direction. too safe. It should I don't not understand be. how it got best audio. It's a fantastic Ratchet and Clank game. It's still super fun. It's beautiful, but it's not game of the year. They totally screwed over Returnal, Forza, or Guardians. Somebody agrees with me on that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Plus, Blue Reflection should at least be in the soundtrack, too. Uh, I, I feel like no one it. actually even played Blue Reflection in the I panel. Think, I think that is the biggest issue. I think generated the most buzz. Um, yeah. I pissed off a couple people by saying Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy should not be in best score of music. I don't agree with that. The original score of the deck was created for the game is nice, but the game gets, gets well, just carried a lot by the, the yeah by tracks that are were already popular don't belong in or hey, in the game. The Star I don't agree Wars with songs that. are really good. Mm. I like them. That's just like I, I, I don't agree with some people saying Forza Horizon Five should be in there. Nope, should not be in there. So there's a reason why it's not there. It should not be in there. I think best audio probably. Yeah, you think so? I mean, the audio, like just the audio for Forza, is really good. I mean, but, it does belong in the best not, racing section, but that's oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's not many games for best racing this year, and if it loses that, it's going to go put, well. They put that game up against Riders Republic. I'm just sad because Hot Wheels is <laughs> they were just totally under the radar. Hot Wheels is going to get smashed. And Riders Republic wins, I'm going to go, what the hell happened here? <laughs> if it <laughs> wins, I'm, I'm going to lose what all I'm faith in EGAs completely. But there's a couple but of I'm categories. I'm excited to see how the Microsoft community acts if Riders Republic won. You, That's you, for sure. you have faith in this shit? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Keith, Keith. How long have you and I been? These are these are always good for a good laugh. But but yeah, but that's but let's get back to the categories. Come on, um, best fighting games. Okay, so we got Demon Slayer, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. What the yeah. hell is this game doing that, in here? That's the. I'm telling you, it's it's like the category just. Kind of fell victim just being the category. Like they were like, "What fighters came out this year? Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Nickelodeon, sure." But I, I come on, that game like, is terrible. Half the games they even nominated, either. but I don't know. I, like I feel like the panel doesn't play games. Is the problem? I, I they just look at them. Just just kind of looking at the way things get nominated. I think they just kind of look at what generates the most clicks on their websites. Like the fighting game category, because there weren't really a lot of fighting games to come out this year. Uh, should not even be a thing. It simply should not be there. Or, or, or if they're gonna look look at that, they're gonna have to look at all the fighting games. That means yes, the anime fighting games as well that usually don't do well in the and that's grand how we scheme got of things. Player on there, <laughs> but I mean, that's not an anime one. There. It's just yeah. it's not really even that. I mean, it kind of is a fighter game. It's an arena. It's an arena. Fighter. Exactly. It doesn't belong in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Sorry if you heard a loud noise. I hit my mic on it. Virtual Fighter is great. I, I agree with that. But even then, that's not. I think that's what I voted for. <laughs> but it's I not didn't that. Play, I didn't play Guilty Gear. I like Guilty Gear Strive is pretty good too. But I mean, it's Ark. So <laughs> they're pretty solid with fighters but just because they're utilized the similar engines all the time. I'm surprised they knew what Melty Blood was. <laughs> like, really? You know what that game is? Awesome. See, my, my, my biggest problem with just looking over the general is um, how many times Deathloop is showing up? Like, there's usually I, a... I genuinely think Deathloop is early, so I'm, I'm okay with that nomination. Well, okay, that's, that's, I haven't played Deathloop personally, so I can't really say anything. It takes two <laughs> for game of the year? Are you serious? Yeah, there's, there's, there's like some things in this that get listed multiple times where I'm going... But no, there's just a, it there, takes there's two. A pat, there's a pat, there's a pattern here that looks like there's a setup to push I one game as the major buzz. Yeah, it's it's like uh, what was it? Not last was it last year or the year before? Where it was like you know best action game, The Last of Us Part Two, best role playing game, <laughs> oh, The Last of Us Part Two, yeah, best sound design, The Last of Us Part the Two. Oh yeah, Carl was losing his <laughs> shit. Then. The, the best mobile game. Did they put Last of Us Two for RPG? Because I don't remember it. Say again? I think they did, but I no, think they that, just... that, 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 that was more that was more the joke. It was like you know, okay. content creator yeah. of the year, uh, last of us part two, best esports game, last of part two. Like that, that was just a, a one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's I, I sort of get worried about looking at some of these things, and it's you can see that there's obviously some games that they are pushing harder than. Like what should be like it takes two definitely is one of those ones that is being pushed way too hard. Um, Deathloop is being pushed a lot, which I think maybe could be a setup for a game of the year just because it's quote unquote different. Like this, Psychonauts two. Who actually played Psychonauts two this year? A lot of people. It did well. (laughs) Okay, I I Um, still liked one a little bit better, but I did like two. Scott. (laughs) <laughs> Shut up, Scott. Sorry. I like how best. Well, let's look at one category real quick. Hang on. Let's look at the best multiplayer category because this one's interesting. We got Back for Blood, which is a multiplayer game, but it had so many issues, a lot of people couldn't play the game. Uh, we got Knockout City, which is a fun game, does get repetitive over time, probably doesn't get the reception that it needs. Say again. Who played Knockout City longer than a week? I did. I like the game. I really do. Shut up. Shut up. I played it God. twice. We got we got New World in there, which you know. New World is terrible. You know, New World is in there. <laughs> uh, Amazon paid for that one. Well, they, and then we got Van Halen, which is actually great, but I think the buzz of that game has died down considerably. Yeah, I think this category is just yeah, it could have been a lot better. I I think a lot of these games are kind of like a victim of like this like uh post-COVID release where everything's nothing, you know, nothing big has come out. So, that's why we have, like, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl or whatever. Oh my god, no! They're like, well, we have to be five games, we gotta throw something in there. Okay, fine, throw this game in there. Like, really? Throw Nickelodeon okay. in there, it came well, out. It's like, also, have a look at most anticipated game of, most anticipated game. I didn't have we to got, look at it, I just picked we, one. That got, was I was like, Elden Ring was the top one, yeah. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, Elden Ring done. Elden Ring, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Forbidden, uh, Horizon. Starfield Forbidden, is not Starfield. up this year, and and it Next hasn't year. even got a, it hasn't even got a title yet. So they've just gone the sequel to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 
Like, how <laughs> desperate are you to throw something on there that you just go, yeah, we don't know what it's even called yet, but the sequel to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's a sequel to Legend of Zelda, which I'm sure Nintendo fans are going to be happy that showed up, but yeah, I agree it shouldn't be there. We all know that if Elden Ring doesn't uh, win, then Keith's going to be like, Flying over there and, and punching them all. It's going to be like five new articles. He's going to fly to every <laughs> every panel, every, every and to every, be every honest, to be real, to be realistic, because it is looked at as Dark Souls four, it likely won't win. And I, you know, I accept that. Yeah, I accept that. Like as far as lore wise, but yeah, like, like you all, you guys all said, Legend, the sequel to Legend of Zelda, really? I mean, <laughs> Starfield, really? Horizon Forbidden West? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one I can say because it actually has people <laughs> talking about it. So um, I'm pretty sure whatever it takes home the award will probably be a PlayStation. So it is the VGAs. I mean, it's not Last of Us Part 2, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's not Last of Us, I think anyone's... Oh, no, that, the, be, that, that's the secret winner of every category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Jeff can exhausted. I'm sure he goes to like... You know, he's like setting up his announcement date, and the moment he announces it, his body is probably just done. He's probably just like, oh, God. His body's it's not announced- ready. It's Got announcement it. week. Everybody's going to yell at me. Uh, uh, I don't know how many of you actually play. I don't know how many of you guys actually play indie games, but I kind of. The best indie one is kind of also kind of bothering me. I mean, there's I a lot of aside from Death's Door, and I think that's like what I voted indie for. Indie What'd you say, Scott? They all seem like they're all big indie games, they're not actual indie indies. I yeah, mean, I'm that goes you. back to that it's, whole... It's gotta be, these websites don't actually get, like, a panel together when they're voting. They probably have, like, one guy who's going through just, like, seeing the genres. He's like, alright, well, first-person shooter. Deathloop got the most clips, so vote for that. Um, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. People were <laughs> upset about that game being terrible, so that got a slide click, so nominate that. <laughs> I, I the, uh, the content creator of the year, I looked at this, and I was like, I don't know who, who any of these people are. They're all apparently voted, big Twitch for the streamers, lady. but only Twitch streamers. They don't yeah, have like, big presences elsewhere. Yeah, I, I'm like, who are these people? I Who? Who are these people? I, I don't know who they are. So th- th- this is what happens when you run through all the good ones in the first couple of years. You're just left with these people that you're like, who? That's exactly what I did. I was like, who? Who the hell is this? <laughs> I, I know yeah, there's respect to the like, people. I just don't know who they are. Uh, it was Dream. Yeah, Dream apparently is big, but he's big for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Isn't he a yeah. because he doesn't show his face and plays a lot of Minecraft? And makes he plays music? Minecraft oh, no, I'm thinking he of corpse husband. cheats on Minecraft. Like, he doesn't even, like, play it listically. He plays modded copies of Minecraft and does, like, speed runs, quote-unquote. But How because it's modded copies, Minecraft? you can't actually submit it, so people get angry that he's not submitted in it, but he's not actually playing Minecraft. How do you speed run Minecraft? You beat the Ender <laughs> Dragon, basically. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see how you could cheat in that. Wait, Minecraft has an end? Go yeah, seriously. Yeah, there's actually yeah. an end Minecraft. No one cares about it though because you don't play Minecraft to beat the Ender Dragon. I didn't know I that that was possible. Yep. Holy crap! I, I will say this: I'm I'm gearing up for my my little brain aneurysm for best VR slash AR game because looking at because <laughs> looking at that list, I know exactly what's going to friggin' win. Oh yeah, you tell me which one. Tell me. Don't make me say the name, Keith. I don't Please. think it's going to win. I, I, really. Yeah, the when, last you, when, you, when, you, when, when, when you've got <laughs> when you've got Hitman three, I expect you to die too. Lone Echo two, Sniper Elite VR. Lone Echo two is actually really good. Yeah, but you've got yet another release of that game. <laughs> he can't even say the name of the game. Is it is it Resident <laughs> Evil? Yeah, oh, with, a cert, right, with, a, with a certain number on the that end. Was- 
I forgot <laughs> that they keep doing that. Is it four? Do it. It's that horrible, horrible game, Resident Evil Four. It definitely feels like it's more popularized because of- I didn't know you didn't like Resident Evil Four. Oh, he doesn't like Resident Evil Four for passion. He go back read some of his articles. He is not happy. I have entire articles what? dedicated to the death of this goddamn game. <laughs> he literally does. Won't come about because it's way too popular. Even if because only barely any but people play it. And now, no, I actually a, think no, no. There, there's a movie promote that's coming up or be out around the not too long after these awards are done. So you know, there's cross promotion to be had. I don't think it's gonna win. That's just me saying. I don't, I don't think, think it's it going. will either. But that's just because I don't think a lot of people are going to vote for it because I don't think a lot of people like actually play the VR that sounds awesome. Though so there are other games that should be in here, but I digress. Did they get enough clicks on the Outer Haven for us to nominate them uh, uh, this year? No. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, wait, we're not a part. <laughs> I always wonder how they pick these people to nominate these games. I always wonder, and I look, oh, these people again, these people again, these people again. Okay. I used to be of the opinion that it was just kind of like Jeff Keighley is like a Sony fanboy, and I just don't think that is anymore. I'm just kind of... Well, you have to remember, uh, he doesn't actually do anything about that. Yeah, um, it's not him the jury. The, panel that... the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, oh, okay, it's really... And did you ever pay attention to the actual panel? You should totally look at the panel. Yeah, that's It's like the, the same people learn, every the freaking like, year. Uh, the more I'm like, sorry, Jeff, I didn't mean... <laughs> I know why, because he gets most of the hate for and he That's because like, he's the front man. To... Uh, he's the front man. So when you don't I, know I, anything I, about it, you're like, ah, you, Jeff. I, I do have my hopes for uh, Final Fantasy winning the two places it's been put this year. <laughs> oh, Final Fantasy fourteen, best ongoing yeah, game. Which, yeah, by but, the way, but, they but totally screwed over Sea of Thieves. I don't know of any other but, game that does nearly as much as Final Fantasy fourteen does for that. Genshin, Genshin, Genshin Impact and, War, and Warzone. <laughs> I don't think Genshin <laughs> does do that much actually. Um, as a big player of it. They put an update like every two weeks, and it's an update that takes like maybe an hour to do. And but it's what about Warzone? Money. What about Warzone? It makes money. Warzone does. If too, Warzone yeah. wins, I'll be. You'll be shocked. No, I honest, don't think honest, so. Honestly, I think it'll come down to either Fortnite or Final Fantasy. You don't think I Apex Legends? Fortnite. Oh God, no, it'll no, probably no, be Fortnite. I, I, it's all. It's always dude, Fortnite. Fortnite's had a lot of really big crossovers in the last twelve months, which has put it back into the spotlight. So I think that's a a good chance for it to take it. But uh, best community support definitely has to go to Final Fantasy. I agree. Yeah, I voted for it. I voted for it. Because who the hell would think the, the No Man's Sky community even does anything? <laughs> I'm sure modders do lots on it. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm actually surprised as well. It's like I'm looking at like where Genshin's popped up. Like It's popped up in mobile game. I'm surprised that they didn't put you know, that you can type. You game. can go back to the beginning of the category and just type the name. And it'll, sh- it'll show you how many yeah. categories it's in. So Genshin is in... I could see it doing well on the mobile platform one. It's in eight different categories. Play like any of the games. Otherwise, though, just I'm had, go I ahead. play a lot of mobile games, especially some that came out this year that weren't even nominated that are huge. But I guess it's because they're anime ones that they don't get voted for it because they probably don't know what they are. I'm kind of disappointed that uh, Returnal doesn't get enough categories, enough nominees. And it gonna, better win you best know why? action game. Because they were too busy giving it to freaking the game it, that played it the most safe this year. Is ridiculous. They better give Returnal. It better win best action game of the year. It kills Back for Blood. It kills Chivalry Two. It kills Deathloop. And it sure the fuck kills Far Cry Six. Come on now. <laughs> nah, Far Cry, Far Cry Six. I don't get that because it's, because it sold well. I don't understand how Ratchet and Clank got best game direction, which I think is the oddest one. Because, I mean, you're looking at a game that played it the most safe. It did nothing to elevate Ratchet and Clank at all. 
it barely touched on the the dimensional travel mechanic, which is used mostly in what like two worlds. Like I don't. I love it. how they were hyping that game up. The reason why they have a PlayStation Five. It's like meh. It was all right. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> I play it, better once you play it. You're like, oh, this didn't do anything the at real all. Real reason for and PS5 the story was just a rehash of uh, Cracking Time. Well, yeah. I was chewing anyway. his eyes. Nobody else saw. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, th- this will be interesting. We don't know what our plans are going to be for this yet. Maybe we'll just jump into a stream, or maybe we'll use cameras to make fun of each other as we're waiting. Well, I don't know. We're not sure. But this comes up what uh, December 9th? Yes, no, maybe so. I think so. December 9th. Let me see. Yep, December 9th. Uh, so yeah, this will be interesting to see what happens. Game of the year. It's going to make me mad. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. <laughs> It we, won't be the real game of the year to get nominated because Guardians else. isn't there, so we know it's going to be false. Yeah, it's that's true. Guardians is not in there. There's a lot of games that should be in there that aren't there. But hey, Metroid Dread made it, and I'm, I'm happy with that. I am. Yeah, sure that Metroid that's made what it I in. want to win. That's what I voted. Metroid Dread. But... Resident Evil does not belong there. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Like I've seven was a great Resident Evil entry. Eight was just not as good. Get out! <laughs> I will not get out. <laughs> get the fuck out! I'm surprised you're saying that, bro. I remember you were like, "I'm not, I'm not about this." Now <laughs> you slowly came around. So the hey, look, thing I don't look, like about I, I always, eight I is it doesn't uh, add to the horror genre that seven did. Eight it adds big, it adds big TV vampire lady for things you can kill. It doesn't give you enough options for hiding or stealth, and I don't like it. Big TV vampire lady, baby. Yeah, but it's not a lot of stealth <laughs> options. That's it. Sorry. That, that was just one thing that annoyed me playing through eight because I loved I love Resident Evil. I love the horror genre, and I like I guess I love it. I just love how Resident Evil does the horror genre. I feel like other games don't like when they do it. It's more niche or it's more I don't know jump scares kind of deal. It's not about the mood or the atmosphere. Which yeah. Seven was all about the mood and the atmosphere, and I loved it. I have a friend who says the, the game Visage is very scary if you want a scary horror game. I like. You can play it on Game Pass. It's called Visage. <laughs> Maybe I will. You I know what game is not there for most anticipated game of the year, and I'm or anticipated game, and it's not there, and yeah, I'm Paul. surprised it's not there. The Dead Space reboot. That's true. Wow, it's not even out yet. None of these games are out. Yeah, must not be getting a lot point, of points. That's the most anticipated because I mean, even Knights of the Old Republic got in it, and it's not even like probably close to being made. <laughs> oh my God, was Knights a part of the or was was it really was it really a part of that list? Most anticipated, I believe. No way. No, I don't think it's in there. Let me go back. No, it's not. It's just Starfield. Okay. Starfield, the sequel to Legend of Zelda, the sequel. They should clearly call it that game. That. That That's what they should, yeah. They should call it something like the sequel for him when it's Breath of the Wild too. That would be awesome. <laughs> Elder Ring. Just call it, yeah! Elder Ring's gonna win, though. Sorry. It's based on people wetting all the Elder Ring collector's edition shit on, e- on, uh, on eBay. <laughs> it's gonna win. $400 for a close. You serious? What kind of psychopath pays that much? People that were really trying to play the game, people were paying it. Speaking of that, what about the collector edition? That's whew. I managed to snag one. Yeah, so did I. I got one for the Xbox and PlayStation. Now I'm like, well, they pay for themselves because I'll just sell one. I'm not going to probably play it on um Xbox just because be scalp. Yeah, I'll sell the other one. I'm not going to scalp it. I'm just going to sell it. <laughs> like, here you go. How did 12 minutes make it in for best indie game? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, baby. The hype for that game, the hype. It came it out and it was not hype, good. The actors were like great, but the game itself was lame. Yeah, 
but it was the, the hype. The story is so wild. The story about, was wild, and that like twist at the end was pretty wild. It's secretly about a guy who just... wants to hook up with his sister. Where yeah. It's like, what? I mean, I could see that ha- like going big in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know what? You ever gone to Pornhub? That makes sense. It makes sense. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't bring that community into this community. There's uh, far too many step sibling things out there. I mean, we do have that article about the five best lollies, so I'm, I'm just <laughs> that's I'm just, apparently in the top ten somehow. <laughs> I'm just it's always up there. <laughs> I won't talk oh, about any other for that. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, those are the nominees, and uh, we'll probably do something. We'll let you guys know about that later. Oh, we got one more Halo Infinite multiplayer launch in season pass. Oh, shit. All right, Kyle, all you go. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock. Go. Uh, I wrote about it on theouterhaven.net. Uh, just basically said there is a uh, microtransaction problem because it's not handled very well. Uh, I-, I think it's okay for them to monetize their free-to-play aspect of the game. And I think it's okay to buy these things. But, you know, other games like Fortnite and, you know, Dauntless and the other season passes I bought, they all kind of give you like a little bit of a kickback. Uh, Infinite doesn't do that. And there's honestly, like with the way you progress now, with it being all challenges, it doesn't give you a whole lot of motivation to be a good teammate or to strive for victory in a battle. So, uh, you know, when, when you earn 50 XP for just doing a match because you didn't kill a guy with a warthog chain gun or somebody blew up your shade turret and those don't respawn it's it's impossible to and you have basically have to pay almost like 90 percent of the content is locked behind a paywall i think i counted that there's 66 free items in the whole 100 level pass and 40 42 of them are uh challenge swaps and xp boosts Everything else is some kind of cosmetic, whether it be like a nameplate or an icon that goes on your chest or your nameplate, or you might get a helmet and some chest armor. Otherwise, it's pretty, uh, pretty abysmal. It's, it's not good. But buy some Rockstar energy drinks and get some free skins. Pay more money. Which well, the mo- well, the gameplay, the gameplay is fantastic. Yeah, the game is, the game is fun. really good. And it feels like a fun return to form for Halo. It's just the progression system as it is, is not good. Yeah. So if you're hoping to get, you know, the flaming helmet effect, uh, you have to pay and you have to put up a huge grind to get to it. Uh, they did just announce the Samurai armor is going to be a free event, like a free event season pass. So that's really cool. Um, but unlike the other battle passes, which will be uh, unlocked forever when you do buy them, uh, event passes will not be, and they'll be temporary. So, I want the samurai armor. It looks so yeah. good. I'm I'm gonna do my best to unlock it. So, what do I have to do to get that again? Just do uh, the pass. I read that it starts next week, and it's free, and it's thirty levels. I'm sorry, so, what? Uh, it's a it's a it's a battle pass event, and the battle pass is free, and it's thirty levels that you'll have to get. Can I just so, buy the battle pass and just get it? I assume you will be able to pay for it. I'm not sure. I didn't see any details. I mean, that there. grind is going to be terrible. Oh, God. See, the that's only... the intention. So you will buy the battle <laughs> yeah. pass. Yeah, so that's the thing. It feels very, very predatory this, this time around. You know, with, without the kickback of like, hey, you bought the battle pass and hit level 50. Here's like, you know, 200 credits. You don't get that. It's, you know, here's a challenge swap. So you don't have to, you know, 
kill 50 people with the commando. Um, and the store, just the items in the store are overpriced. Uh, $15 for vehicle skins, $20 for... Who the hell kills the vehicle skins? Like, literally, the, who cares about that? Yeah, $20 for you know, a helmet, a chest piece, shoulder pads, and an armor wrap, which the armor wraps are located, or I'm sorry, not located, locked into specific armor cores. So I kind of think that's really stupid. You can't mix and match your armor pieces uh, unless you're doing it within that specific armor core. So, like, in my opinion, the coolest helmet is the Mark Seven helmet that you unlock at, like, level 90. Level But you 90. can't use that with the Mark V armor core. Level 90. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you if you turn the game on uh, and that you see, like, the season pass or the, the season one Spartan standing front and center... Uh, it's that helmet. Um, and there's I'm going to say it again for you guys. Level 90. Yeah. Level 90. It's pretty high up there. I I'm, I might be off a few. Um, I'm going to start the game now and see. Like, eight, like 12 hours a day, three days to get to like level 7. So uh, take that with yeah. a grain of salt. The one good game that I had last night where I went like 18 and 6 and I got like the, the mythic medal. Um, I managed to get two levels out of that. But that's because I used a booster and I uh, and I did a bunch of weekly challenges in that one game. So I got like twelve hundred experience points, and it was just enough to kick me over two levels. But that was with the booster, so I was getting you know five hundred, five hundred, four hundred, four hundred, and then a hundred. So everything just managed to work. Um, but you're not going to have that kind of boost every game, especially once you finish all your weekly challenges. So. I don't know. I think the gameplay is fantastic. Uh, it, it's a great I hate, game. It's just a terrible I hate multiplayer games <laughs> because I'm terrible at them, but this has really dragged me back into multiplayer. So. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I, I will say that I've been playing a lot of it as well. It It is a lot of fun. They it's even better when you have a teammate. You have teammates who know how to freaking play. Just yeah, saying. When when your teammates go for the ejectives. Um, <laughs> so they did change. More. <laughs> they did listen to the community and they added something. Like instead of being 30 minutes, your experience boosts are now an hour. And they added a 50-point <laughs> challenge where you get 50 XP for just playing a match. Um, it's a very vague start, but they need to boost people's motivations for, you know, winning matches. Because as of right now, you have, like, you know, two random guys standing in the corner shooting at a wall while, you know, the enemy team is taking your flag. It's... I can capture the flag is not one of my favorites. Not one of my favorites. I love capture the flag. Um, Tired of oddball and anything that has to do with capturing an area. So, because you got teammates that are freaking stupid. You got three fucking points. You got two people the per point. Keep your points. No, I'm going to run and get the other point. You don't need to do that. Why are you doing it? Just stay where you are. No, that's stupid. Well, the issue is if you play big team, you get total control where you have to capture all three. And I mean, in my experience, playing with like my one friend who's like a diehard Halo fan and he's fantastic at the game, like it doesn't matter what we do. We'll start off real good. We'll capture two zones. And as we start closing on that third zone, we'll lose everything at once. I don't know how it happens, but I hate that game type because people won't freaking defend. They want to grab the other points. They add all three. You only need two points to win. Just Nothing, keep is the worse. Nothing is worse than being in a team of randoms 
and going up against you know the team that has like total total domination of them. Like, <laughs> they got it, they got they know everything. So they got the points. They got the points. They know when the power weapons are spawning. They they sit on the top of the power points. You know it's even worse when they have the shield on top of the power point or the the power weapons. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I I appreciate that the drop shield is because you can just pop a couple pistol rounds at it and take down bits of the shield. I, I think that's that's at least nice. I like the bubble shield where it's, you know, immune I, to I'm all sorry. damage. Went a little bit of rage fit there, didn't I? Ah. <laughs> Multiplayer games make, make me rage so badly when I have randos. Especially team-based. Those are great. That's, That's why, why I always want you guys to play so, so we can fun. win. Like, we played a couple days ago. It was me, Josh, Ryan. Was it you, Carl? Or no? Was you, Kyle? Was I, you I, on I, it? I, saw, I, saw I, watch. I haven't played with you. It was somebody else. And I, I Ryan dropped in, out, and he's supposed to come back. He didn't come back. And I was like, "Come on, come back! We were doing so well." Ah, uh, to play that, Halo that, again. That's uh, that sounds like something that I really don't want to be involved in. No, no, no! If it's people, fun. If people it want is to fun. go on and call me, a really, shit, they can check out my article on theouterhaven.net about the microtransaction <laughs> problems and make a comment about it. <laughs> yeah, tell me that it's free to play, and I'm everybody else has. So why don't you? <laughs> You had like what ninety eight <laughs> different comments on that one post. <laughs> it started out so civil, and then like as it as it got hotter and hotter and higher on N4G, I, I the stupider I got. <laughs> That's the same with my Genshin article, so you're fine. <laughs> the first like three comments were just like agreeing with me, and then there was like two people that came on afterwards who were like, "What are you talking about? They're supporting small streamers," and it's just like, "Oh no." Yeah, not really. If you're forced to stream for two weeks and only that event, that's ridiculous. It's terrible. I hated having to read that document they had, and they thought it was normal too. And there's some people saying that, oh, every AAA community does this, and I'm like, no, no, they don't. I've been a part of doing some sponsored stuff with Sega and Yakuza back in the day, and they gave us two days out of two weeks that we could stream, and they gave us the free copy of the game and commissions and all games that were sold based on our stream with an nice. affiliate link. Genshin doesn't give you any of that. And they expect you to play for two full weeks, not two days of the week. That first comment you had on your article, the guy said you got blacklisted if you played any other game in those two weeks, which, yep. is, which is insane to me. Yep. Genshin or Mihoyo Genshin is isn't really that great. good with just blacklisting people. And their best thing is they blacklist a lot of their own content creators of like people in Genshin. Um, two notable ones were Tectone and Mtashed. They were blacklisted because they had criticism against the game, and it was terrible. And Tectone has like a bunch of videos where he flames Mihoyo for it, for it, and he gets really angry because he's a very angry person. <laughs> he's like somebody to watch when he's angry, but don't take anything he says seriously because I feel like half of it all played up, <laughs> if not all of it. But yeah, so they got blacklisted, and they didn't get invites to any of the events um, for content creators even though they're like part of the technical Discord content creator tab. So it's kind of just like they'll blacklist certain people based on their opinions of the game or based on if they have a pin for the game, if it's anything that's not 100% positive. Well, yeah, that sounds like shit, but whatever. But yeah, Carl, definitely play Halo for us. It's fun. Yeah, Halo is great. The uh, the the microtransaction issue, the, the, the mon- from a monetary standpoint, it's it's predatory. But otherwise, fantastic game. Super fun to play. Just uh, if you don't care about cosmetics or any of that stuff, you are. You're fine. Yeah. I think that's an important thing. If you don't care about cosmetics. I'm a sucker for customization. So Same. That's how Overwatch got me. They get me all the time. I just bought the one that's like $10 for just like knife armor because I'm an idiot. 
You're not the only one, I'm sure. I think if they shaved off like five bucks from everything, maybe not like the five dollar armor things, like you did like a two dollar kind of like the way Avengers has it set up, where it's like two, five, and ten or fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think if it was a little bit like that, you'd probably see more people be like willing to spend. So and maybe provide some credits to the battle pass when season two comes around. But otherwise, go buy some Rockstar, keep some skins and some bass and some, <laughs> some boosts. At least open the game for this. If you like, if you like black and gold, Rockstar. <laughs> oh, if it was only if it was only if it was black and red. Nah, there is a black and red skin though. It's called Noble Executioner, and you get it in the battle pass. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really cool skin because it's like I think a big like shoulder piece and stuff. Oh, that does sound cool. But the rest of the armor is black. Because that sounds but, like an armor I'd get, but I'd also want to spend too think, much. I think it's tethered to the Arc 7 armor, which, again, is a huge issue for me. It kind of limits your customization options there a little bit, because right now there's not a whole bunch in the game. So, But if I could take Mark 7 pieces and put them on, which I don't know why you can't, and put them on my Mark 5, that, that would be awesome. And then there's armor kits that you can't even customize. If you, go, if you even try to customize them, it just takes them off. So if you get like Carter's armor kit, which has a piece that you can't unlock yet, which doesn't seem to be in the game, or like Emil from Reach, hmm. who had that big machete on his shoulder, like that piece isn't in the game. Aww. So, but odds are they'll probably add a lot more stuff multiplayer, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they, they want money. So they're going to keep mm-hmm. trying. They're going to keep adding modes and they're going to keep adding armors. And oh, well. Well, I guess we're done them. talking about Halo, so that is the end of no. the Spectre Mode podcast <laughs> for tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take my ass to bed, so no roundtable tonight, guys, unless you really <laughs> want to keep me up and make me suffer. Let's talk about the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the campaign. We haven't played it yet because we are not influencers or popular enough to play the campaign, but there have been a lot of people who did play it who really enjoy it, so yeah, that's all we got to say about the campaign. My biggest problem is how they all describe <laughs> it so differently, and then, I don't know. I want to be positive, but I feel like with all the people that are talking about it, not actually understanding what they're talking about, it just makes it more difficult for me to believe. Don't believe them? It still sounds a lot like Far Cry, like a clip of Jeff Grubb playing it, where he was talking about how he was going to a, a mission objective and mm-hmm. like got pulled to a, like a little outpost on the left. So and did like a like a battle there. So I was like, that sounds a little bit like Far Cry. Wasn't to me. that also when he said it wasn't like Far Cry? <laughs> Yeah, I think he said it was like Breath of the Wild, so that's what started that. Like, like, oh, that, no. That, it was not at all like Breath of the Wild. I saw another person saying that, and they're like, see, it's like Breath of the Wild, and they started doing stuff. It's like, that, that's nothing like Breath of the Wild. Thank you very much. If somebody wants to play uh, Riders Republic, you can go to GameStop, and it's 25 bucks. Is it like Breath of the Wild? Yes, but if you were an extreme <laughs> sports racer. You're probably paying Ooh. too much. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought it was fun. If I want to do something relaxing, I'll play like a quick bike race. So. You can just play uh, something else instead, though. Play Hot Wheels or Forza. Well, right now it's going to be Sherlock Holmes chapter we're having fun with. Fair enough. All right, we are getting out of here. I want to go to bed. I, I, I'm done with you guys. I want to go to bed. But as <laughs> always, you can check out the Spectator Mode podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and wherever else great podcasts are. As always, thanks for checking out the show. And if you have any opinions about us, let us know by sending them to spectatormode at theoutofhaven.net or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, which we, ho- we hope you do because if you leave a review, you know, either good or bad, we get pushed up the ladder, which is great stuff. So, from myself, from Carl, Kyle, and Scott, and also Sean and Spirit, thanks for checking out episode <laughs> 111 of Spectator Mode Podcast. All right, I'm going to bid. 
Bye, Good night everybody. or good morning.